Welcome back to the Playing with Power podcast, the issue-by-issue retrospective about Nintendo Power magazine. You've tuned in for part two of volume 52 from September of 1993. And uh, the cover game was Super Mario All-Stars, which we covered in the first half. And we are now in the back half of the episode at page 62, starting with the Game Boy section and covering Final Fantasy Legend 3. I am your host, Ben, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Mike. Hello. And John. Howdy. So, uh, Mike, tell us about... This is an RPG, I presume, <laughs> uh, by Square, your favorite. Would you please tell us about this uh, fabled game? Well, it was a Final Fantasy legend. It was a Final Fantasy Game Boy game, so I never touched it. <laughs> First one was awful. Second one was even worse. It's a legend game. It may have improved, but I wasn't going to take that chance. Why don't you like the legend games again? Uh, because you can run out of, like, fist. Like, your basic unarmed attack, you can run out of that. <coughs> and that, that's the deal breaker for you? Yeah, if you can't even have, like, a basic weapon, like, okay, well, a sword has, like, well, like, 60 or 55 uses or whatever. Like, that's one thing. But Fist, mm. your weakest attack, and it's still limited. Like, mm. you can run out of it. You can run out of punching. So as soon as I saw that, I was just like, <laughs> I'm never going to touch another one of these fucking games again. I see. Um, isn't this the Game Boy game where the trucker from the last issue had a, had a trouble with? Maybe. I think so. Yeah, I think so. You get to see so, uh, the characters, like <clears throat> Arthur, which is just a dude with a sword and a tiny-ass shield, like a buckler, or uh, like... Yeah, it's a buckler. Yeah. It's gave old, Arthur. The old buckler. The, the hero <laughs> of this adventure. I gave her the old buckler, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I hit her on. I hit her in the kneecaps with an iron pipe and she can't get away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Was like the movie Misery, as it was Sean Connery. As <laughs> Kathy Beach, he can't get out of the way while he fucks you. All right. So Arthur, the hero of this adventure, who travels back from the future world to train with the Elder of Darm, a skilled warrior, you will lead a party of time travelers. <coughs> Okay, maybe this... Okay, this sounds interesting. The mechanics may still be fucking <laughs> awful, but the premise in just that guy sounds kind of cool. And then uh, you get to see everyone's favorite cowboy, Curtis. A talented magician. Curtis traveled back in time with Arthur. He will travel with you when you depart from Dom. And then we get to see a... Uh, an Curtis has the weirdest uh, cape, by the way. He's got, like, uh, anal beads hanging off of his cape. <laughs> like, halfway down. Like, all over. Yeah, and then we get to see a girl who looks like Kefka from Final Fantasy VI called Sharon, who is a uh, super pale, freckled ginger. Sharon, the only grandchild of the Elder, learned her strong fighting skills by studying with Arthur and the others in the present. And then we get to see this... uh, Why is her sword, like, falling apart from rust? (laughs) The old rusty trombone, huh? (laughs) <laughs> ah, I gave her the old rusty saber. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when you put it in a better butt <laughs> first. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Can we just skip this game? It's it's a freaking Final then Fantasy have, on like, the Game Boy. Like, what else do you have to glory. say about it? Like, I don't. Ah. Uh, Glory is a mutant of the water element. Your party will depend on her healing magic as it travels. Gloria! Gloria! (laughs) Gloria! That's what I was thinking of. So we get to see transformation. Characters can change two things, their form and their controlling elements. Defeated enemies Mm. sometimes leave meat or parts behind. (laughs) Just like Kris Jenner. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, those are meat. Those are meat parts. <laughs> when characters either eat or install the leftovers, they can change their elements, gain new abilities, or raise their attack and magic powers. Monsters can revert to humans by installing two parts. Robots return to human mm. form by eating two pieces of meat. Well, split my dick and call me Chrissy. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Caitlin? Caitlin, that's what I meant. Yeah, shit. 
<laughs> yeah, Mike would be down with that, right, Mike? Well, I mean, it's, it's a it's approximate. It's good. Enough. <laughs> All right, it's approximate. <sighs> so we, then we get to see uh, apparently. So you can change your body depending on what you eat. So yeah, same like the real uh, world. That's something. Hmm. So it's and, like uh, Grand Theft. So it's like an RPG. It's a role-playing game. On the Game Boy, so you can carry it around with you and pretend like your life matters. Now you can be frustrated on the go. Is this supposed to be Connery? I have no idea. It's like retarded Connery. Are you pretty sure it's not Colonel Gentleman from the the Venture (laughs) Brothers? (laughs) Have at you, sir. Uh, anything? Is there anything? If I wanted, if I wanted to have some fun on the go, I'd take my Filipino pool boy with me. <laughs> Kiki. <laughs> Kiki, oh my God. get the Vaseline. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the coverage of this of this game, they just show the different like worlds or maps or whatever. Yeah, uh, and some of the some of the story and and some of the quests. But uh, the screenshots are interesting. They have a pink palette and a blue palette that they're showing for different areas, and I don't know why. One's water, apparently, and one's not. Um, so they're going back and forth in time, and apparently uh, they meet Chun-Li at some point on page 66. <laughs> and uh, so they must be really going to the future there. So, And uh, there you go. It's in Final Fantasy, Ar- Arthur's parody will travel to the world above water... <laughs> Well, below water and floatland, each in the past, present, and future. So, like, the water state changes depending on, like, what's going on in the lore of the game. Hmm. So, same place over and over again, but, like, it floods or it doesn't based on the time frame. Oh, I gotcha. It's kind of like Wind Waker, but Wind Waker's fun to play. Hmm. Okay. And so, not a whole lot to say about this. Speaking of shitty uh, games, up. Felix the Cat, the game no one wanted ported to the Game Boy is ported. <laughs> the Game Boy is mu- title is much like its NES counterpart, but it doesn't have as many stages. Great. So okay, next game. game. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We've covered this game already. Pinball Dreams. Okay. <laughs> Pinball Dreams. This is another uh, port. Just what I thought. Just what I always thought. I want some pinball on my Game Boy. That screen just screams out, I need pinball action. You know what? I actually do enjoy uh, pinball on the go. I One am... of the better pinballs I games I played, not not for the Game Boy, but the Game Boy Advanced was Metroid Pinball. I let, I let the girls play some pocket pinball, if you know what I mean. <laughs> actually, that, that Metroid Pinball game is pretty solid. I, I will uh, back you up on that one. <laughs> There was there's there like yeah, yeah. there's like a Pokemon like a, P- a Pikachu pinball game too right if I remember there was, was really? I think so Kirby Dreamland had a pinball game I enjoyed that mm. hmm. all right so yeah it's got uh, Cosby three... Cosby Dreamland <laughs> I would so play that game that'd be amazing you can I'm sure you could make it don't get raped all right so yeah it's pinball in your pocket I don't really know what this else we're really gonna... not. Not very good uh, um, tables either for pinball. <coughs> They're super basic, and uh, they made it really kind of basic because they show you the whole. No, it's two fields, so it scans. It's like two screens. It slides up or slides down. It's a basic bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that beautiful video with Patrick Warburton as the doctor <laughs> giving the lady a diagnosis? Like, I'm sorry, you're a. Uh, your results have come in, and I hate to tell you, but you're a basic bitch. I just triggered Mike. There we go. All right, on to Counselor's, Counselor's Corner. Corner. Hmm. Sharon Hines is telling us about Super Ninja Boy, uh, about how to earn lots of medals and how to defeat the clones. So Sharon looks like she just queefed and is, like, super proud of it. Wow. <laughs> That's what you got out of that? That's what I got out of that. Hmm. I got, uh, she had a failed career as a high school a gymnastics teacher. Do you think she tells guys she goes on dates that she has 57 flavors? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. 57. I got 57 different varieties of positions. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, 57 positions. That's good. I, I like that. Mm-hmm. 
There you go. <clears throat> How do I defeat the clones? Well, you get Qui-Gon Jinn to like defeat the army or whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> he never got to see the clone army. Oh, not Qui-Gon Jinn. <laughs> fucking Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. You and McGregor. <laughs> when he when he's not done traveling through toilets. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. How can I earn lots of medals? I, I, I never Sorry? saw a well, everyone, everyone is talking at once. Since then. <laughs> ah, talking. Sorry, Ben. Something about transpotting? What about it? Oh, I just, I saw transpotting not that long ago, actually. It's pretty it's good. It's kind of a, yeah. it's, it's, it's a disturbing movie. It, it is, but it's like, it's good in what it does. Like, it affect, like, I saw that and I'm like, never doing heroin. Like, it definitely, if that was right. the point of the movie, like. I, I saw the, commercial, well, I, the so criticism I, think, I had heard about it was that it would glamorize drug use. I'm like, uh, nope. Have you seen the movie? Yeah, have you watched that movie? <laughs> he I dives. That is new. He dives headfirst into a shit like the world's I've foulest seen toilet. The, I've seen the trailer, and <coughs> apparently he's Super Mario because he can travel the world through plumbing. <laughs> yeah. All I saw was him coming out of a toilet, and I'm just like, yeah. wait a second, he has superpowers. And there's like mm-hmm. a, there's also a prolonged scene where they're trying to detox and like there's a demonic baby crawling on the ceiling because like one of the characters neglects their baby and it dies so like this yeah. like dead baby traumatizes I don't know the whole fucking <laughs> the, uh, you could up. have cared for me daddy yeah pretty yeah. much that shit but you had to sit in the corner clutching your knees so Sharon. While I starved. Why couldn't you have done meth? Then you could have just built our toaster 800 times. All right. Uh, Sharon Hines. Uh, so, yeah, Super Ninja Boy. How can I earn lots of medals? Uh, be Michael Phelps is the answer. <laughs> All right. And then Ryan Smoke Hansen. Smoke dope and be goofy looking. Ryan Hansen, who is straight off a, to catch a predator, uh, gives us tip on Shadowrun. He's the handsome brother you don't hear about. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's doing 20 to life. <laughs> huh. How do I defeat the king? How do I deactivate the cortex bomb? And how do I learn spells? Mm, I don't know. It's pretty helpful little chips there if you were to go play Shadowrun. Um, all right, Mike, you want to say anything about Battletoads? I never cared for it on the... Uh, These on tips. The colored consoles. <laughs> oh, well, All right, so let's go on to the coverage. Williams. Speaking of colored. <laughs> Spe- speaking of black. Oh my god. Ben got a nice smile. We got our Williams. Nice smile. He, like a nice, he looks uh, like a friendly guy. You wouldn't see him honestly. if it wasn't for the smile. <laughs> oh, John, come on. He's not that black. <laughs> just, just a smile in the photo. That'd be fucking hilarious. Oh my God. <laughs> He's like a cheshire cat. <laughs> All right. It's not that bad. It's, it's, it's not. Yeah, actually, it's, so actually, it's actually a pretty nice photo. A, like, there's, there's really, really not funny. a lot you can say. Like, he looks, I don't know, pretty normal. Like, there's really not a lot to pick out about him other than that he's black. But, you know, other than that, he looks like a pretty normal guy, actually. Yeah. So <sighs> Ragnaros World is just the port of the NES uh, game. They kind of screwed up the naming convention when they went to uh, Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they tried to fix it by... Anyways, they got weird about the naming. We kind of discussed that there's a whole article in the last issue that you missed out on where it talks about screwed up uh, video game names. Okay. Naming conventions and how, like, you know, they have a bunch of games for the NES with the title Super in it, you know? And, like, what do they have to do to be <laughs> to go over to the Super Nintendo? You know, that kind of stuff. Uh, and Battle, Battletoads was one of those that had, like, messed up naming conventions. Yeah. So we got Kevin Moss, who... Uh you know, I, I bet recently, like once Bioware started putting out those games, he started calling his dick the Moss Effect. Ah! Ah! Hi-o. So then we get to see an extra, extra. We got Star Fox maps, but it's an on rails first person <coughs> perspective, so it's an overhead view instead. Yeah, we've, this is like gotta be the third or fourth issue where they have these in it. And there's a ton of them, but 
we get to move on to Super Star Wars Empire Strikes Back, making of a masterpiece. We got mm. Kalani Stryker has a view of the forest mood of Endor from his office at LucasArts Entertainment in San Rafael. So it should come as no surprise that he spends most of his time plotting the downfall of the Empire. From this room filled with maps and pictures of alien worlds, he planned and directed the latest Star Wars epic, Super Empire Strikes Back, due for release this fall by JVC. This 12 megabit Super NES sequel to last year's hit, Super Star Wars, has been in the works for two years. This project has required thousands of hours of effort for artists, programmers, and animators, but their vision paid off in what may well be the ultimate action-adventure. And you know what? They're not wrong. This game was great. Yeah. So tell us about his journey to uh, how it all began, Mike. Well, apparently in the spring of 1991, midway through the development of Super Star Wars, Kalani had begun planning his next tour de force. Mm. He had seen his original project venture into areas seldom explored by video games, and he wanted to take the next game to full advantage of the programming wizardry created by co-developer Sculptured Software. There was never any doubt that Empire would be his subject, so Kalani began envisioning how he could bring that story to life. He pictured a Mode 7 stage where players fly across a 3D landscape in a snowspeeder, then wrap a cable around the legs of an Imperial walker. He pictured Luke earning Jedi powers on Dagobah and Han Solo escaping from TIE fighters in an asteroid field. In all, 20 stages slowly took shape over the next two years, and more than a dozen artists and programmers devoted their time to the vision. Then we get to see the crew standing in front of a model, a scale model, Adat Walker, which looks great. Mm -hmm. And we get to see more of Light and Magic, the making of Super Empire. <laughs> Hold on. So we've got, the, I want to go with the names of these guys. So they have Kalani on the left, and then they have Art Supervisor Harrison Fong. <laughs> He's like Harrison Ford's non-Asian or non-Union Asian equivalent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's in the he's in the Asian edition of Star Wars. Get recast. Okay, so light and magic, the maging of super uh, empire. Yeah. One reason for the success of Super Star Wars was that the game pushed beyond what other developers thought was possible or practical. Uh, led by the team at Sculptured, um, it goes even further in Super Empire. The realism of the asteroid stage comes in large part from the scaling of asteroid sprites. Since scaling takes lots of processing time, the conventional wisdom is that scaling sprites will slow a game dramatically. This isn't the case here. Empire uses several different sizes of sprites, and the scaling process simply enlarges a sprite until it reaches the next larger size. Then the larger sprite appears, and in turn gets scaled even larger. The result is a smooth scaling effect with very detailed objects. It's both memory efficient and truly dramatic. Other technical wonders are found in the speeder stages. When the X-Wing flies over the clouds, a sense of speed is imparted from splitting the screen and scrolling two different images. The background above the horizon scrolls conventionally left and right. The foreground below the horizon is created from using a topographical map. Using Mode 7, the map is tilted sideways and the 3D textures look like surface textures as it scrolls beneath you. In Empire, these maps also rise and fall, giving the illusion of passing over hills and valley valleys. And they talk about, um, besides hearing the voices of Darth Vader and Yoda, you'll be bombarded with digitized sounds of ion guns, lightsabers, TIE fighters, and tauntauns. Uh, the bulky digitized sound information is downloaded between cycles. Mm -hmm. So they really get into uh, the next couple pages about the art specifically and uh, kind of what they model it after. So you get a nice... Uh, three-frame image of uh, a lightsaber battle between Luke and Darth Vader from the movie compared with uh, how they lined it up in the game. For instance. All right. Actually, the animation sequence of a tauntaun and then numbers of uh, sketches. They actually did a pretty good job of digitizing that lights lightsaber battle, I will say. That looks pretty accurate. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It sounds like you two played the game. I don't even remember playing this version. I think I played... Maybe I did. I don't know. It's blending mm. in with, like, Rose Squadron in my brain, which isn't good. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it's a, it's a pretty good game. Hmm. 
some of the stages where you're um, doing the side-scrolling and platforming can get a little long and so sort of meandering and get lost, especially in the early ones on Hoth. And uh, this is the one I told you about where you, once you get to Bespin, mm. you can play as Chewy and he has that gun. Oh, where yeah. You can squat down and shoot upwards. <laughs> <laughs> Just all you can see is his hands moving. <laughs> and you see the shots firing out mm. in an arc pattern. It just looks like he's jerking it. And that'll stay with you for the rest of your life. Oh, so, yes. It has the playing with power seal of approval. <laughs> Though this is a Huzzah. it's a preview, right? This isn't... Yeah, this is just a feature talking about the how it was made. Kind of <coughs> but it's not an actual... So if you're interested to see... No, if you're interested, more interested in see kind of the beginnings of this game, I would encourage you to go download the scan and check it out. Next up, we have the top 20. <coughs> Sorry. And uh, the demon that was coming out of the Game Boy has now progressed to play himself and is playing a game against the uh, the kid with the Malamute. <laughs> so, top three for Super NES. Number one, we have Star Fox is taking the lead. Number two, The Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. Number three, Star Street Fighter II, The World Warrior. For Game Boy, we have Super Mario Land 2, Six Golden Coins. Number two, we have, coming in hot, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. <laughs> and number three, the original Super Mario Land. It's like a slippery tortilla. Back, <laughs> back on the NES, we have number one, Legend of Zelda. Number two, Super Mario Bros. 3. And number three, Tecmo Super Bowl. God, Legend of Zelda at 60 months. That's incredible. Yeah. Yep. <coughs> and Brandon cannot stand the game, apparently. <laughs> I he's a he's a basic. Bitch. I'm actually. Say about that. I hate to kind of agree. Like I don't really enjoy the original Le Legend of Zelda all that much. Like I mean, yeah, it's I, it's good for what it is. Like I'm not hating on it that hard, but like it, it's not a game where I'm like, oh, I'm so excited to go play like that again. Like yeah, it does not compare to Link to the Past. Right. If you want no. like a top top down overhead with great. With that dun, da, 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 music, there's like so many other, but, but like Link's Awakening, come on. Yeah. No, Link's the Past, you mean? No, both. All right. Both. All right. So next, next up, we have the NES section. We start with Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. My favorite of the Indiana Jones movies. Yeah? Yeah. Definitely my favorite. We just got Sean Corey. Yeah. We named the dog Indy. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Junior, Sl get over here, slotted spoon. <laughs> Fuck you! I'm gonna have that stuck in my head for days now. <laughs> slotted spoon. <laughs> what the hell's a slotted spoon? <laughs> I don't know. It's like it just says know, it that way, and I can't get it out of my know, head. When you're like when you're cooking, and you have the like the spoon with the like the holes in it, so that, like the water oh. drains. Yeah. I guess it would yeah. be a slotted spoon. I can't think of a better name for it. Look, it's a perfect name. Yeah, Sean Connery came up with Slotted spoon. Slotted spoon. Sorry. Shit down. <laughs> I was an entrapment with Catherine Zeta-Zones. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh did you see that movie? Yes. I've paused, oh my God, I've paused so a certain good. scene over and over again and put it in slow motion and then played it yeah. again. That was the scene from the trailer, right? That, well, the, uh, oh, that one where she's dodging the lasers? Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty good. Fuck. Yeah. But she ends up, like, kissing, like, Sean Connery at some point in the movie. And just like, oh, Grandpa. <laughs> Well, it was kind of funny because she was married to, like, Michael Douglas at the time, so I figured it was just uh, normal for her. Yeah, she's it's used true. to fucking old people. Right. All right. So, it's Indiana Jones, and it's on the NES, and it's all Indiana orange. Jones and the Orange Crusade. All orange, all the time. Oh, my God. This Look is at this. Don He's this on is Donald top Trump's, of a train. This is Trump's favorite game. Mm. It's a side-scrolling platformer. This, I see a screenshot here where he's on top of a train... And guess what color the train is? Orange. <laughs> guess what color the desert in the background is? Orange. <laughs> guess what color Indiana Jones is? Orange. This is a, a complete debacle of color usage. 
Even the enemies don't have this problem. Why did they have to make Indiana Jones orange? Because the NES was a fucking horrible system, apparently, and we're only finding out now. We're looking at the Indians here. The evil Indian brave is not all orange. He's got some white in him. He's whiter than Indy. I know. You think he'd be the? You think he'd be the redskin? By the way, this in that movie, in that movie, he wasn't fighting Indians, was he? I don't remember Indians in Indy Indians. versus Indy. Ugh. Um, and much like Mike's dating life, stage one is exploring the caves. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a hot dog down a hallway. <laughs> You're the man now, dog. <laughs> <laughs> the old fighting forester reference. Yes. What wasn't that Chicago or like uh, the Untouchables? No, that was definitely no. The Untouchables was. Ah, oh, come in through the back door, just like a wop. <laughs> oh, that's the one where it's just like, you put one of ours in the hospital, we put one of those in the morgue. That's the Chicago yeah. way. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> no, he's right about Finding Forrester. You're the man now, dog. <laughs> All right. Okay, what else we got in this thing? Cartoon. What else is he doing? Brunewald. That's oh. the Nazi castle. Mm-hmm. Entering the catacombs. Okay, I remember that part of the movie. That's where they have all the rats. I like how, uh, I like how they adjusted the screenshots of the movie so that he actually is as orange as he is in the game. Uh, <laughs> He's just always so, just next so to that, a fire. Just so that you don't <laughs> see how fucked he is. <laughs> but yeah, they don't have a they don't remember a boss uh, that breathes fire in the uh, catacombs. A giant fat guy with breathes holy water. <sighs> Oh my God. Fire. This is like a shitty Atari version of it. I mean, they have we, the, we've, uh, seen they Dark, we've seen yeah. Capcom games like Darkwing Duck, DuckTales. We've seen, like, Mega Man. They can put multiple colors together. Why is this everything is from, just one color? And this is Ubisoft? Ooh, not a good start for them. Is is one of the bosses the air traffic controller at the airport? That he, like, so you can keep him away from the, the, uh, the planes <laughs> landing? <laughs> I don't know. I got Get off on my plane. <laughs> <laughs> we, right. I, mean, like, I remember after the catacomb scene, they had that boat chase. Yeah. And, obviously and, that's then, not in the and game. then there's the climax of the movie, which probably wouldn't translate too great to video game form. It kind of makes sense. But, you know, actually finding the Ark, or not the Ark of the Cup. Mm-hmm. The, Being tied up and turning your face. <laughs> no, finding the Holy Grail and all that stuff. But Well, they got, you can see one screenshot, but I've not. Force is all orange. Bottom of page 93, where he's supposed to step on the correct letters, just like in the movie. Uh-huh. All right. So that's something. The God, God's the- name is Jehovah. And he, it's like, he steps mm-hmm. on the J and crashes through the floor. Yep. What's, like, how's it actually spelled in, like, ancient Greek? It starts with a... Oh, I don't remember. Uh, y. Yahweh. Y. Yahweh. Yahweh, yeah, that's right. <sighs> yeah. Cartoon Workshop, next game. So and it's not even like regular Warner Brothers. It's Tiny Toon Adventures Cartoon Workshop. So is it like Mario Paint, kind it, of? It looks like it. Just from Konami. Mario so Paint with Tiny Toons. You put together an animated Tiny Toons Adventures uh, sequence. I think this is what the South Park guys sent to Korea when they get all their, ep- <laughs> their episodes made. <laughs> 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 yeah, so you can't really make new graphics with it. You just kind of take uh, the stamps of like heads and bodies and and backgrounds and such, and you just kind of put them on there. You can put like uh, pre-selected word bubbles for dialogue on people. You can add music. You can quote unquote edit the film. Scroll backwards through your animation, insert or delete characters, props, sound effects, or music or dialogue boxes. So it's not really an animation so much as it is just sort of watching a, um, like a slideshow. Yeah, ba- Babs has the best look on her face to match mine. <laughs> the Plucky just, Duck does give us tips on how to configure your VCR to record the game as you're playing it. That's cool. pretty cool. Yeah. That's, that's like a, some real. That's some real world life hacks. That's about. That's about the only good thing in here. <laughs> I had to do that for a school project. I think. Uh, All right. 
So players poll contest. Go and it's got some cute art here of Mario in uh, his uh, graduation gown. Go back to school with Mario. You can win a five thousand dollar scholarship fund. You should pay for like a textbook today. <laughs> <coughs> Yeah, that'll pay for your laptop. Yeah, you can yeah. even get Mario is Missing. Oh, my God. For the NES. Oh, no. no it's a we'll Super Nintendo more. version, please. Yeah, second prize is you can get a backpack full of some crap. And uh, back-to-school crap. And you can also get Mario is Missing for the NES or Super NES. Oh, you're sure. Give me the shitty option, please. Because, you know, there's a reason for the shitty option. Not everyone can afford the Super option. Mr. Moneybag. Those people don't matter. <laughs> Broke this is the guy who said we never have enough money. We enough money going up. <laughs> Naggers. All right. All right. Watch that language. <laughs> now playing. What do they have to say about Terminator 2, the movie? It's a game. The stages of the game closely follow the scenes in the movie. There is a good variety of play situations, including driving stages. However. Text messages are often difficult to read because it comes across Especially like as we, as we can tell from these screenshots, which show how hard the text is. To yeah, read. fuck that. It's like scrolling red, like Terminator vision on top of the screen, but over like an and orange, over an orange, <laughs> fucking roof because it's a Super Nintendo and they still decide. Fuck this, we're gonna go with orange. There's no way to avoid taking hits in the side-scrolling action scenes. Finding and collecting items can be difficult and frustrating, and some of the high challenge level is due to the di- difficulties noted above. Yeah, it's not really a challenge. It's more like a fucking failure on the designer's part. So what do they have to say about Super Mario All-Stars, Mike? Well, excellent graphics, classic Super Mario Bros. action. The battery pack up, the battery backed up memory lets you save your progress, which means players who never finished these games in the past have a good chance to succeed now, and the lost levels present a true action challenge. The bad news, other than the facelift, the only new element is the lost levels and the battery save feature. So, I mean, like, this is like a bat, like a, this is like their, their, their insult, their, their criticism is just like, well, there's only a few excellent things rather than any shitty things. <laughs> it's kind of a weak criticism. It is Family feud. It is interesting Was seeing that? the megabits listed for each game, like. I didn't realize that a lot of games weren't like true 16 megabit like in these games. I don't know. It's kind of weird. All right. Save money on <coughs> chips if you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Make a bigger profit. So Family Feud. Uh, fa- family Feud. Uh, memory size of four megabits. So yeah. That tells you something. Mm-hmm. It says it's easy to play with lots of questions, so you'll seldom find repetitions. This is a great party game because as many players as you want can join in the fun. However, the graphics and sound don't add much to the excitement. The video families don't really have personality. <laughs> <laughs> Wing John, tell us about Wing Commander. All right, it's from Mindscape and 8 megabits. It's the secret missions, apparently. So it's a follow-up to the original Wing Commander games. Excellent graphics, control, and story make one of the premier space combat games. Two levels of difficulty and a password save option make this game accessible to all players who are willing to spend... Sometime learning the intricacies of the game. It's worth the effort. But many control functions are quite complex and take a lot of practice to memorize. So they're saying it's pretty good. And uh, Mike, you want to take rock and roll racing? Okay. Or lock and roll racing in <coughs> China? <laughs> the best rock soundtrack available on the Super NES adds energy and fun to the game. Good car control, cool cars, some interesting track variations, and plenty of customizing options. An excellent two-player split-screen game. Bad news, only five songs in the game, which can get old after a while. More track variety and AI for computer drivers would give the game more depth. Yeah, they spent a lot of money on the the music rights, so it was kind of... And considering we've seen games that are like 16 gigabits, (coughs) and they only put 8 megs into this game, they could have put a lot more into it. It's not like they were pushing it to its limits. <laughs> and then Super Off-Road, the Baja. They say the new behind-the-truck view improves both the play and realism of the game of the original Super Off-Road. Great graphics. However, there's not enough penalty and time or money for smashing into ATVs and other obstacles. <laughs> okay. 
The desert courses don't vary substantially in character, so though, although the endurance factor is high, as it should be, the depth of play is not what it could be. Hmm. And Yoshi's Safari is back um, on the Super NES, and they're... Uh, 40 bucks, too. <laughs> 40 bucks for a Super Scope and running and shooting game. Yoshi fans will eat up the unique experience of riding their green friend. Fun graphics give this game a lot of character. Two-player cooperative play is fun and especially good for young players. However, younger players will probably find the challenge level just right, but experienced players might want a little more action. There's not much variety of play. And, Mike, uh, you're Canadian, so yeah. do the hockey one. <laughs> All right, Super Slapshot. Four megabits. Oh, my God, this is bad. Uh-oh. The custom team option lets you create the strengths of your favorite team. Downside, the side perspective shows the action only around the puck, so it's easy to lose track of players <gasps> elsewhere on the ice. And practice modes don't really help. Ugh. This game looks terrible. I mean, it really looks like an NES game. <laughs> yeah. Legend of the Ring. Uh, this is the boxing one we talked about earlier. Excellent graphics and options, good punching control. However, the close-up view prevents much feeling of motion within the ring, so the strategy of dancing around one's opponent is lost. So it's like the Chris Brown, Chris Brown simulator. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. What about the Seventh Saga? Mm -hmm. Fantasy RPG with battery-backed-up memory. Good news. Excellent battle scenes. Easy-to-use battle controls. Monster radar on the overworld view helps you to evade danger, good story, and depth of play. Bad news. Some of the clues aren't very helpful and can lead you to waste time and resources. And the text translation could have been better. Hmm. So the localization was not done well. Rocky Rodent makes his uh, debut on the Super Nintendo. Um, Side-scroller. These graphics are quite good. A bit, a little bit unusual that the buildings and vehicles seem to be taken from the 1940s. <laughs> However, Rocky is easy to control. Much of the game is a breeze. Some areas are quite challenging. <laughs> what is Rocky? A mole? A, a rat? <laughs> there may not be enough consistent challenge for expert players. <laughs> it's a That's very funny. odd review. Uh, and then for whatever reason, someone decided to make a Wizard of Oz game mm -hmm. that I have not heard about until just reading this article <laughs> now. Uh, it is a side-scrolling action with puzzles game. Uh, selling for $60, and it's 8 megabits. They include four of the classic songs, including Follow Yellow Brick Road and If I Only Had a Brain as background music. Uh, they say rich graphics and a wonderful musical score set the Wizard of Oz scene. The action is quite challenging and there's a ton of hidden items and areas to discover. Clever puzzles add to the variety of play. However, hit detection is a bit off, making some moves awkward or difficult. The top status bar, although it can be turned off, often blocks the view of enemies or items. Yeah, that's fucking great. That, that, <laughs> that, 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 that clearly could not have shown up during quality testing. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, Johnny, any, or any testing. What was, Tin Man wanted the, the brain, right? Heart. Yeah. No, heart was no, the lion. No, he wanted the brain. No, he wanted, wanted the heart. The Scarecrow, Scarecrow wanted the brain. Tin Man wanted the heart, and oh, Lion I wanted, wanted courage. courage. That's right. Who? Oh, Scarecrow. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Did, you, did I tell you my Wizard of Oz joke? What's that? So like, a bunch of the ex presidents are out in the Midwest for or uh, for a uh, like a you know museum opening or something, right? And a tornado comes and sucks all of them up to Oz. And they, they make it they make their way to the to the, the Emerald Palace and the wizard's there and he says, uh, I will grant you all one wish, right? So uh, George H. W. Bush the first Bush uh, steps up and he's like, I'd like some courage to stand up to my enemies and uh, so the wizard grants his his wish and George W. Bush you know, goes up there and I he says, I would like some, I would like some more brain to or some more intelligence to be to be smarter. And so the uh, the wizard grants his wish, and uh, Jimmy Carter steps up, and he's like, "I'd like some more heart to, you know, give more to the world." And so the wizard grants his wish, and uh, Bill Clinton steps up, and uh, he goes, uh, "Is Dorothy around?" <laughs> <laughs> nah. Nice. Yeah. 
You want to take Indiana Jones' Last Crusade? Yeah, I do. Slotted spoon. All right. (laughs) Ubisoft makes a one megabit game on the NES. The variety and action of timer... I'm sorry, variety of action and the timer combined to make this game fairly challenging. The music and choice of scenes recreate some of the feel of the movie. However, the character graphics are not impressive and the animation is... But the animation is good considering it's an NES game is what they're saying. Okay, sorry. Wayne's World. Party time. Um, says, Excellent. This, this is for the NES. From THQ says, Good music at some stages. Lots of power-ups make it easy to progress. However, very little challenge. Oogie graphics. <laughs> Oogie yeah, graphics? Somehow it looks just as bad as the Super Nintendo version. This is that a poor better. game for a poor system. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you take on the next one. All right. Final Fantasy Legend. $40 for two megs. Okay, excellent game depth with good graphics for a Game Boy RPG. Bad news, don't expect anything new in this game, although the story is fairly complex, the theme and play might be overly familiar to veteran FFL players. Felix the Cat for Game Boy. <laughs> the graphics ported well to the Game Boy. Play control and challenge. Lost nothing in this pitch from the NES. However, it would have been nice to have something new from the original game. <laughs> <laughs> and Ocean pushes Jurassic Park out for the Game Boy. It wasn't even covered. Overhead view action. Good graphics and fun gameplay. You really get a sense of the movie danger. However, aiming can be awkward because the gun is offset on your shoulder and doesn't shoot straight in front of you. Who the fuck programmed that? Anyway, all right. What? Uh, pinball dreams, anyone? I'll take it. True yeah, pinball you... feel. Three different games with their own scoring and bonus areas for extra challenge. Bad news? The fun bells and whistles are often found on real pinball machines, just aren't to be found here. <laughs> and to wrap it up, we have the 4-in-1 fun pack. Ben, do you want to tell us about that? It's four interesting games in a very usable format. Wham! <laughs> However, because the rules to cribbage, dominoes, and yacht are not at all intuitive, players may have to study the manual to get started. What's the yacht game? Do you take girls? It's Yahtzee. You take, Yahtzee. You take girls out on the, on the ocean and then they have sex with you, you know, because of the implication. <laughs> Thanks, you, Dennis Reynolds. And then you push them off. <laughs> That's right. Home. No, it's not rape. It's just it's because of the implication. It's the implication. <laughs> it's the implication. <laughs> you, you know what we're talking about, Mike, right? Um, was it in the news always, recently? Always sunny. Always sunny in Philadelphia. They talk oh. about getting a boat and taking girls out on it. And they're like, they'll have to have sex with us because, you know, because of the implication. Like, they could throw them overboard or whatever. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, that's rape. And he's like, no, it's not. It's just... Because of the implication, like no, it's still rape. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they, so the implication is they're going to get the Natalie Wood treatment. Yeah. So, <laughs> Chap Aquatic and uh, Chap Quidditch. Like Chap Quidditch was the uh, that, that, was, <laughs> that was no wait. Quidditch is a Harry Potter thing. Chap Aquatic. That was the Kennedy thing where he like killed the woman in the by driving Ooh. his car to the lake or whatever. <laughs> he decided to do a crash test dummies thing with his car on a on a bridge allegedly. Or anyway, allegedly power players no, challenge. He did that shit. What do they, they have? Some yeah, they did. Like OJ killed Nicole and I don't know yeah. what other stuff out there. But anyway, so let's take a look at the losers and winners of the scores here. Um, Everyone's oh, a loser. Terminator Two. Couldn't break a two point nine. Couldn't break a three uh, for any of the any of the scoring. And on to the power players challenge. We have Rogue Runners, Val, De- Val, bleh, Death Valley Rally, Act Razor, Bart's Nightmare, and a bunch of other challenges for games we don't care about. What else do we have in Pack Watch, everyone? As we wrap up the coverage, <laughs> what? what the we're talking about? That? Nope. Oh. Nope. It's speeding us through, apparently. <sighs> yes. Oh, uh, Betty, bye bye. Hmm? Alright, cool spot. Everybody's favorite <laughs> licensed co- content comes in game form from Virgin Games. Uh, yeah. Yep, had that game actually. Yeah? Any good? Yeah. It's alright. Lawnmower Man, that creepy movie, is getting video game treatment. Totally creepy. Alright, because, you know. Shit could be nightmares. Who wouldn't want to give that to a kid where you yeah, can right? like, mind rape a woman to death <laughs> in VR? 
<laughs> so, I mean, that movie is so fucked up. <laughs> I mean, like, doesn't he eat her? He eats her I soul, right? I haven't seen that movie in like a very. I don't remember that part time. of it. But World Heroes. Uh, I guess I'll have to see the movie or not. I guess I will not. <laughs> World Heroes is another fighting game. Looks like a complete ripoff of Street Fighter. And a game that nobody wanted. Incredible Crash Test Dummies are being is being made for the Super Nintendo. LJN. Let's just not. Actraiser 2 is making is making an appearance from Enix. That's definitely something that we want to see, so that's good. Inspector Gadget, a uh, game from Hudson Soft, will be coming out. Doesn't the graphics don't look very good, but you know, I, I know I know I certainly enjoyed the cartoon. Um, so There was an know. Inspector Gadget I'll for this. You yet get it. <laughs> wow, it's not a bad Fuck, claw. That was, per- that, was, that was good. Thank that you. was like some fucking sound wave shit right there. <laughs> sound wave superior. <laughs> Gadget inferior. <laughs> Mario and Wario game. Uh, strategy Wait, was game. A Mario and Wario? I don't think this game. I don't know. Look, you talk about the other stuff, I'll look that up. Mario and Wario from Nintendo was a Nintendo NES strategy game that has its roots in the lemmings. The idea is that Mario must wear buckets and other makeshift helmets to protect himself from Wario who buzzes and bombards the plumber. The problem is Mario can't see where he's going, so you play the part of Wanda, the flying sprite who steers Mario and creates obstacle blo- and creates blocks to allow him to clear through the obstacle-ridden stages. This is not ringing a bell at all. It was released in Japan. Game Freak made it. So the Pokemon, the Pokemon company. Playable. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't look like it was released in America, though. Oh, boy. Flintstones 2 for the NES was the first one was so good. Uh, then we have, uh, for Game Boy Ultima, Ruins of Virtue 2, with apparently a sea of people in it. Uh, Lemmings for Game Boy, because we needed that to go. And then what else we have here? T2, the arcade game. Which it looks, uh, we, we get to see the cop giving the, uh, giving poor little Eddie Furlong a bad touch. <laughs> <laughs> giving us have you seen danger. this boy? I have. <laughs> <laughs> have you the seen fur- this boy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> for Super Nintendo. Uh, I've got. Of course, I'm the one that gets offended. Brother. Like, the last person that should ever get offended. <laughs> Then we got Lester the Unlikely, looking like he's taking like a, a power piss with a laser or something. Lester the Molester, mm-hmm. the game, and our Arcus Odyssey, oh. Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, I remember that game. And the that? Journey Home. I don't remember what that is. That looks awful. Don't and stop hyper, believing. Hyper right. V-Ball, and then Battle Clash Two. And Rex and Ronan. Rex Ronan with Rex. a fucking power chainsaw going on here. There's Man. no way that that game was ever released. I'll look it up while Rex you talk about Ronan. more stuff. Okay. No, so. hold on. I gotta read about this. Raya Systems, the producer of Captain Novelin, which is oh, a that's the, neat t- game the that, game. that helped diabetic oh, like, kids yeah. learn how to take care of themselves, is finishing up a second game called Rex Ronan Experimental Surgeon. Oh my god. In this... <laughs> Experimental surgeon. Well, we in never this tried health, this before. Let's find out. It was in released health, in May of '94, so it, it did. It did get a release. Uh, in this health edutainment pack for the Super NES, you control a miniaturized surgeon who is trying to repair damage inside the body of a person who has been a longtime smoker. So it's like the Vagtastic Voyage, but um, it's like uh, Inner Space with Martin yeah. Short. Mm-hmm. To make matters worse, the tobacco company has implanted hundreds. <laughs> Uh, mini robots to assure that you fail. Why oh, do they really want to kill their customers? Why like that theme is in so, like there's the was the Fantastic Voyage is that the it's one? Phenomenal. Yeah. And then they go inside the guy's body. There's like the to, Osmosis. Uh, there's Osmosis Jones, which is like the Bill Murray, Chris Rock. Chris Rock animated one. Like that's a theme to a lot of like miniaturizing yourself and like going. We did an episode of that. That was fucking fantastic. Yeah. Well, of course. <clears throat> Anyway, uh, next the issue. The tobacco company has implanted many robots oh, to make sorry. sure you fail. It's a true departure in the world of mm. Super NES games being both fun to play and informative on a subject of vital importance to everyone's health. You could say that Rex Ronan goes straight to the heart of the matter. Oh, fuck. All right, next. Speaking of hearts, 
Next month, you get to rip them out of <clears throat> people's chest cages in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, Emperor, Super Empire Strikes Back is coming uh, down the pipeline at us. The game no one wanted, Lemmings 2, or Lemmings, is uh, making its way over to Game Boy. And WW World Wildlife Fun, uh, King <clears throat> of the Ring. So, Panda Wrestling, the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and no NES games. Don't, don't forget... Street Fighter 2 will be moving off the small screens of video arcades and televisions to the big screens of Hollywood now that Capcom has signed up their heroic fighters with Edward R. Pressman Film Corps. Film. Oh, we all know them. Everyone's favorite no films. Release date, no release date has yet been set for the live-action <laughs> film, but Stephen D'Souza of Die Hard fame has joined the project as writer-slash-director. Well, I right. know it has to be good. Actually, I think that movie isn't terrible from what I remember. Which... Street Fighter Two movie. That's, no, the one, uh, that's the one with Van Damme, I think. Yeah, Van yeah. Damme is Guile. Raul it's Julia. Ra- no, Ra- Raul Julia is the only one that saves it as Am Bison. <laughs> it's not a good movie. <laughs> he right he makes it. Maybe maybe my childhood looks back on it fonder his, than. I mean, it was. his performance is good, but the movie's not good. Okay. Yeah, he, um, one man cannot save a movie. And then no, it's like oh, that was an enjoyable part of the movie, but the rest of it's like oh my god, it's awful. So what else uh, we have? Okay. A way beyond ad here. Players Guide's mm-hmm. ad, and then way beyond. Nintendo products are backed with service that goes way beyond. Local repair centers that offer Nintendo trained technicians and genuine parts are way convenient. Nintendo consumer service responds to all your product needs way fast. Gameplay counselors give you tips that are way cool, and call blah 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 for service that goes way beyond Nintendo. And they have like a picture of a phone from. Close encounters of the third kind. This is like, ironically, the most futuristic rotary phone I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a rotary phone from the future. From the year 2000. <laughs> yeah. In the year right. 2000. <laughs> My favorite one of those was like, women will be respected for their personalities. And then, like, the follow up was. Breasts will be renamed personalities. <laughs> uh, good old Conan. Uh, all right. I, lo- I love how we did that like well into the 2000s. Oh yeah, it was like 2006 when they kept they kept doing it. <laughs> yeah. What was the other um, one? James Lipton will marry Ice T to became to become James Lipton Ice T. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, Conan, don't ever change. All right. Phenomenal. All right, let's wrap this up. Um, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. If you'd like to reach out to us, please find us on facebook.com slash Podcast. You can also reach out to Mike on Twitter at GetThePower88. If you missed any prior prior episodes, like to find more, just go to our website. You can find everything there, links to YouTube, etc. PlayingWithPowerPodcast.com. If you'd like to support the show and send us some, some a few dollars for hosting and whatnot, uh, go to patreon.com slash playingwithpower. And if you'd be so kind to also support the show by writing a review in iTunes, that would be swell. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Ben. I'm Mike. And I'm John. And now you're playing with power. Entertainment system. Now you're playing.